Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. This week, I uh, wanted to have a discussion with a few people about motivation. I think that motivation is what carries us through 90% of this life, actually. And I wanted to get a varied opinion of maybe what that looks like and maybe we could share in what we're doing to maintain our motivation here on the our time on, you know, uh, on this plane. I'm joined by um, one co-host who I actually recently recorded with her on her podcast, uh, Unusual Paradox, Miss Jessica Jones. Hello. Thank you for having me. And I'm also joined uh, by Miss Tiffany. Hello, thanks for having me as well. I think I have uh, one more uh, friend joining us, um, but I'm going to go ahead and continue the conversation. Uh, we just arrived. Um, now, this is uh, an absolute heavy hitter uh, in, 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 uh, in our area. Uh, the, the one that brings you uh, spades table, uh, Mr. Brooks, thank you so much for taking time uh, and joining us for this podcast. You got it, brother. How are you? Man, I'm blessed. I know we had uh, talked about different show ideas, and I do a lot of relationship topics, and uh, we had a, uh, a choice of discussing motivation or uh, the topic that you and I had discussed, uh, being in a relationship where people are telling you that the person you're with isn't serving you. Um, I'm going to leave it up to you on, the, on uh, what topic you want to talk about. I'm with the relationship, sir. Uh, All right, let's do it. You would like to talk about, man? Anything so, you would like? Let's let's definitely talk about uh, relationships. Um, I, I know that that's a lot more uh, of that entertainment value, and I think I got a really good testimony on it. So let's get right into it. Um, man, have you ever been in a relationship with someone, and you always find yourself correcting their behavior or redirecting them to? more or less do the right thing versus uh, fine-tuning them in a relationship, y'all? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'm... I, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, ladies first. Yeah. All right, thank you, gentlemen. So I would say that, I, that to a certain degree, I feel like in any relationship, there is a period to where, you know, as you're learning someone, um what they like, what they don't like, there is to a certain degree of correction or steering um, during that discovery period to kind of know, you know, what that person do's or don'ts are. Um, So I I think to a certain degree, but I think also it depends on at whatever stage, what are you, what actions are you correcting? Mm -hmm. Is it things that are um, small corrections that are come along with just learning someone or are we talking about um corrections that um show that can lead to people who maybe are quick to anger or Mm. very um aggressive or you know it's just a certain degree and you just have to use wisdom to kind of know you know when you're kind of just helping to steer or when this is a red flag to say wait a minute this is not going well right identifying the threat. You're right. You're right. 
Go ahead, Brooks. Well, I know you uh you you were starting uh, to to illuminate some thoughts. Well, I'm a, I, as usual, I'm gonna speak to people from ground zero. I've been in relationships where um, trying to steer them has led me to have thoughts like, "Who raised you?" Mm. <laughs> like, like certain things don't. I, I don't feel like I should be steering the car in that direction. I feel like somebody, if not anybody, has already showed you some of this stuff right here, and. Even in my marriage, I will speak of my marriage. It's a beautiful situation. I love it. But there is, it seems to me like I feel like I'm raising as well as being a husband. And it's unfortunate that everybody did not have a mother and father in the household to show them that. And when it comes to my wife, that was the case. And I just find myself showing a lot of things. And some days it's good and some days it's not. But I don't want to seem like I'm right all the time. I was just somewhat raised by the Huxtables or something like that, if I can say that. Yeah, absolutely. I want to talk about that. I mean, as a man, it's incumbent on us to, to do a different kind of nurturing. And if you have a wife that you're rearing, it's definitely going to be probably a conflict of emotion, right? I mean, do you feel that yeah. it... Yeah? Yeah. Most like, what... Like, I get a lot of, well, why, why do you feel as though, and I know the ladies who speak for this, that they have said it, why do you always think you're right? And my my response is because I saw it for 45 years. Exactly. You always have that one up. And, I mean, as the, what, stronger vessel, uh, you're leading uh, this woman. Uh, because if, if if she hadn't advanced in time, right? If she had that decade of time uh, uh, in age, she probably would be uh, uh, operating at a different level. But because is that a sacrifice that you make? Is what I'm what I'm asking? Is it a sacrifice? Uh, she's everything to me, bro. Like I will sacrifice um, showing you things. Such, you know what I'm saying? That Not that I feel like a lady should do, because let me be the first to say, I don't think any job in the house or outside the house is a man or a woman's job. It just needs to get done. Sure. The motivation for you to do it is what I feel like I shouldn't be doing uh, at all. But I will take that sacrifice opposed to her being a uh, club hopper or uh, you know, cheating on me. Uh, she has a bomb career. Like I will trade that in. So wait, you said you would trade in. I will take that sacrifice. Let me say, I will take the sacrifice of rearing a little harder than to have anything else. Like if that's my only problem, which it is, and it's not even a problem, it's just a situation. I don't. Problem is different than a concern with me. Sure. Not, mm. Um, I don't know. No, I, I definitely hear that. Um, and 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 in that situation, like you said, you would rather. Uh, have what you have, then run around chasing around a trifling thought for instance. Right. Yeah. Amen. Um, and, and and that's what I think we we all are in it for is just finding that special in person um, that 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 can fulfill us because as she grows and she learns and progresses, she's going to be a force to deal with, not just in your life. But in the world, right? I mean, that's a that's a beautiful thing. Man. That's a blessing. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Yes. 
which is kind of what leads us to the topic of, you know, seeing situations uh, from the outside uh, and just concluding that maybe someone doesn't deserve someone they're with. I know that I, I had preconceived notions on this. I thought that you didn't deserve to be with someone if you were just more attractive than them, right? Uh, mm. It's, it's not it's not superficial or simple like that. Um, it, it's it's very very deep to a spiritual level, and I I just had no idea that this was a such a real thing, you know. Oh, it's definitely real, brother. Yeah, it's real. It's, so I've been married. Go ahead, man. I'm I'm so sorry. So something you said um, that's out to me. Mm-hmm. So you said that depending on whether or not she had a good job and kind of like the resume looks good, that gives you um, she has more grace with you so that you feel um, more compelled to... No, that, that's not that's not what I meant. Uh, that is, okay. if it came off that way, I'm with you. No, I say what I'm trying to say is I will take that little bit opposed to the thousand things I hear other relationships do. Like, if that's my only problem, I'm good. Like, I'm I'm extra good. I'm extra good. Okay. So I misunderstood you a bit. So that's why I just wanted to get clarification. Because um, that was going to segue into another, um, you know, discussion that we could say for an- another day. But, um, okay. Good things. I mean, it's just one of those things when um, you're you're connected or you can see someone that you care about, caring about someone that doesn't care about them. Um, it's almost unfathomable uh, if you think of the purity of love. So um, to hear good things, uh, it's encouraging. What about you ladies? Do you feel that love is, um, is out there? Is this something that um, you're experiencing in your lives right now? Well, for me, I've always been in long-term relationships in my adult life. And so just probably within this past six months, I've come to the conclusion that I am totally okay with being a serial dater for the rest of my life. I just don't want this every day, day in and day out. So for me, I'm more of a spontaneous person. And um, I think I just like the thrill of just dating all the time. Mm. It's, it's an mm. advantage for women. I think that when we look at dating, it's um, it just is what it is. I mean, you don't really lose in the situation. Uh, I think that as a man uh, in questing for commitment, stability, a family, all those things, uh, I see where it gets difficult for all parties. Um I don't know. I could go on and on like ad nauseum about marriage rates and divorce and, and, and who's doing it and why and all those stupid statistics. But partnering is very different now than I think it was 50, than it was 30, 40 years ago. Um, I agree, brother. I agree. Yeah. I, I would say that with the parents that I had, the same upbringing, if I was a woman, I never would have. I never would probably get married. Like I, I even tell my wife, God made me a man for a reason. Because if I was a woman, 
Mr. Idris, I'd be on your line. I'd be not saying that that's how women are. I'm just speaking for myself. I would be a serial dater and would have no feelings about yeah. it. Like, I, I, and, I, I'm sorry. I maintain a long time. Oh, you're good, ma'am. You're good. This is a conversation, which means it goes both ways. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say is, and, you know, by serial dater, it doesn't mean, like, I'm sleeping with everybody I'm going on dates with or anything of that nature. But, you know, I want to You feel like they said you was funny. a super freak, didn't you? They don't realize you are a boring accountant. Uh, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so I... uh. You know, I come from a very stable home. Everyone around me has long, well, longevity in the relationship. You know, my parents been together for, you know, 35 plus years. Uh, my brothers have all been with their wives for, you know, 16 to 20 years. And, you know, I have all brothers and I'm the youngest and the only girl. And I'm the only one who isn't married. Um, and that even goes for like my. But you had all brothers, you said, right? You had all yes, brothers. Sir. Oh, yeah, I definitely, if I was the only girl, it would lead me not to want yeah. to get married. I'm sorry I interrupted, no, but, fine. yeah, continue on, man. <laughs> maybe that, maybe in the hindsight, that's, that's what it is, and my yeah, subconscious yeah. doesn't realize it. No, you're actually yeah. a, a, a man, and you're what we refer to as comfortable. Uh, I think women call that happy. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> and I do say that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, I date like a man. I feel like when it comes to love and relationships, I think like a man. Mhm, and it's true. Well, you saw, you saw what the boys were doing on your way up. So it would be hard. You would be a hard shell to crack, for mm-hmm. real. Yeah, and I think so. Coming from yeah, because I don't come. You know, I'm not. I'm not looking for, like a lot of people I know. Like a lot of my friends actually, and you know, some aren't my friends, but you know, a lot of people are looking for. Um, and I think this has actually hurt me in my dating because a lot of girls are looking for, you know, that male attention and that validation from a man. Well, because that's all I was around. Like, I don't I don't yearn for it. So it makes mm-hmm. me kind of a asshole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're saying that when you go to KU games, you're actually going for the game. Yes. Oh. I'm a I'm a sports junkie. Yeah. When when do you mm. graduate? What my math? With uh grad school, KU. Yeah, December. Awesome. Um, congratulations on that upcoming achievement. Um Yes, congratulations. 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 But so I just wanted to jump in mm-hmm. because I um and I do agree, um, but I, I guess uh what kind of stands out to me with the dialogue going on so far is that with the serial dating, it's it's still a stigma uh, within the female, you know, community that why is it not okay? Or why is it kind of, you know, we get the side eyes when we say that we prefer to, you know, serial date or wh- whether it's, you know, having sex or not. Right. Um, why, why do we feel the need that we need to like justify that? Oh no, it's not, you know, it's like we're, it's it's kind of frowned upon, which I always felt I, was unfair. 
Um, because what if it is, you know, hey, if you like them, you like them, you don't, you don't. If it leads to something, great. If not, you know, whatever. But it, it's just a stigma or a bias, really. And I also um, come from a family where um, even though there are both boys and girls, the boys outnumber the girls. And in my age group, I grew up more with my brothers than my sisters are, are more ahead of me. Um, I think the smallest gap is like eight years. So oh. they were older, kind of doing their own thing. But me and my brothers came up together. So I, too, can see from that standpoint. And I always thought it was unfair uh-huh. that and, and even my dad, you know, um, being a preacher and all, it was like, well, no, the boys can do that. But the girls know it was always a separation. Yep as to who could do what and that and it's oh that's not ladylike and oh but when the boys did it was kind of like oh well they're young you know they're they just want to be boys and it's kind of just okay so I'm just happy to hear another female saying that you know she's definitely um serial dating and enjoying life yes and there shouldn't be a double standard when it comes to men versus women right Mm -hmm. I think that uh Mr. Gold if you can Help me with this. I think it's a stigma amongst women now. Like the majority of the men I know, and I will speak for myself prior to being married, I would have preferred the serial dater. Mm. I was a dating with just friends. Like you can't, if you see me out, our time is our time. Whatever you do with your time outside of that has no relevance or concern to me. That's how I disagree. I think and mm. it's just from the, the people that, and maybe me, you know, from the DMV area, I'm speaking to the, the, the people within my area, my community that I grew up in. Um, I mm. think men are way more emotional. I think it's cool for them to play the game, but once they have an indication that it might possibly go that way for you, oh, no, absolutely, hands down. They don't want any part of it. It's like... But see, but see that's, that's... Now, see, you're talking... You have to be specific with the men you're talking about because that is a weak-minded man. Just like we have... Our time is our time. What you're doing your time is what you're doing your time. He broke down... But see, that that sounds good. That sounds good from this this aspect. Uh But I know plenty of men, and and I'm not talking about... I'm talking about all different walks of life. It's different. Mm -hmm. We as women, because we're nurturers... We can more handle somebody stepping out on us, but let y'all feel right. that it doesn't even have to be verified. Y'all can't handle what we can handle. So especially, oh, the oh absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Yep, you ain't never lying. Let, let you do something. Absolutely, yeah. And I know it to be true. As, as you all and know, I know it to I'm be faithful. true. I stay on one. I do one, and I'm cool. We on, we on. If we're not, we're not. It is what it is, right? Uh, with that being said, man, mm-mm. yep, I'm a trip. Yeah, well, no, I'm gonna tell I'm y'all saying. how I was go raised. Ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. So, no, you're good, mom. Trust me, you're good. Cut me off anytime you want. <laughs> no, no. Um, this is how I was raised, so you all can get a true aspect of where I'm coming from. This came from my mama. My mama said, "You're single." until you're married. And I say, well, how can you, how can you say that? She said, when you fill out any application on earth, she said, are you married or are you single? There is no checkbox for boyfriend, girlfriend. That, that's what I was raised from my, told from my mom. So I was, I'm one of the gentlemen that could deal with, like, go do what you gotta do. Like once you leave, since we're serial dating, I won't let myself care 
about what you're doing so let's talk once about you're that. gone. So now we get into the piece of you cutting yourself off emotionally to be able to be able to reciprocate and take what is being dished out. So it's not like you're just saying, oh, that's the way I was right. raised, you know, wh whether I'm into her or not. No, no, no. What you're saying is I never allowed myself to get emotionally connected to this woman to where it affects me. Even though, you know, the agreement might be, you know, you you grown, you do what you want to do. I'm grown, I do what I want to do. But at some point, I have yet, I have yet to, to in all of my 39 years, have yet to be able to mm -hmm. meet somebody that is like, okay, we have an agreement. An agreement on contract paper from the beginning. By the end of it, because I am pre-wired, sort of like a, a man also, and I live my life kind of dancing to the beat of my own drum, it always hands mm -hmm. down comes back to where... You know, oh, I just want you to be honest with me. And if you are, it's, it's like, why do I owe you the explanation if we already made it established that I'm going to do me and you're going to do you? I don't even but think are we not a, for a conversation about it. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. But are we not cutting ourselves off serial dating emotionally? Anyway, if I'm leaving, say I'm going out with you today. I'm going out with uh, Karen tomorrow. Oh, no, wrong word, no, Karen. Um, Nicole. Uh, uh, <laughs> going with whoever the next day. Somehow, some way, like we think in common sense, I'm cutting myself off emotionally to her anyway if I'm going out with somebody else. To a certain degree. So we're talking about in the aspect of if you would be willing to really operate to where it's just no strings attached or, or anything like that. Everybody has their favorite pair of shoe or whatever, but at some point in time, when that favorite is no longer the favorite for whatever reason, it, it, it still hits a little different. You know what I'm saying? You're still going to mourn the loss of whatever it was that that thing gave you. So I feel like when it comes uh, down to dating, even though we say, and even myself, I'll, I'll be transparent, even myself, I get selfish sometimes and I might be like, oh, well, you know, it was good while it lasts or whatever. But if that was your favorite or or, or whatever it was, you're still going to mourn or grieve the loss. So it's still kind of like, well, damn, should, should I continue to live That's my life this way to where, you know, I'm just right. free or should I have, you know, it, it still messes with you to a certain degree. You said the, the loss, the separation, the ending of the relationship can be so hurtful and traumatic. Um that you go back to avoid the pain. No, that's not what I said. That's what you said. <laughs> but, Ooh. but, Ooh. but what I think is, is that oftentimes, um, you know, the one thing is the acceptance, right? Of just knowing what it is from the beginning. I, I do think that helps to have clear, you know, grown-up conversations surrounding whatever it is that you want to put together. I got a question. Sure, I got come a question. on in, yeah. Okay, so that's what I've been dealing with, and I swear I can put my wife on right now and she'll tell you. I've told my wife every story I've ever had. Okay. And I even played this game with my wife. I'm going to be, you know, we're going to talk, talk right now. Mm -hmm. So how is it that when we set, me and you, we set up our boundaries. Mm -hmm. Me and you say, look, hey, we're going to have a good time, you know what I'm saying, whatever that may be, sex or no sex, not tripping off that. But once the sex does get involved, does that automatically in, in, in the woman's mind change the parameters? Because what my experience has been, everything's been cool. You know, I don't get the next morning call or none of that. When I call you, it's, hey, but after we have sex, it's why didn't you call me the next day? But wait, I have I, before today, I didn't talk to you for like three weeks. And but we've been talking for months now. We went out a few times, but 
why is it now from the woman's aspect why is it now i have to call you the next day so, or something like that like so, all um, the birds are invisible right there because i hear a lot of men always use that um <laughs> you know to, to speak from so i think it's from the beginning if the grown-up conversation is had and you know the act takes place mm-hmm. and then you notice a change where as though she's now demanding or wanting or you know starting to get um because everybody that says that they can play this game or, or or live this lifestyle oftentimes they realize once they're in it they it really they're mm-hmm. not built like that they ain't about that life so it's it's but see that but it's not right. just the women <laughs> i have come in contact with men that will then start to start to um in mm-hmm. a different way in a different way, I think women are more direct and kind of, you know, showing that emotional need side. But I have come in contact with men that will start to kind of, you know, start asking questions that they never asked and trying to get details that it was like, you know, my thing mm-hmm. is I'm just built to where your position in my life doesn't give you the green light to kind of get access to certain questions and details. So I'm kind of looking like, well, why are you even asking that? When when do we start, you know, um, trying to get below the surface? Like, this is what it right. is. And oftentimes you got to go so back and say, no hey. Within title, someone to know something if they declared it vital, like uh, like where you was, like why you didn't come back uh, before ten o'clock. See, that's like, crazy to me. No, that why? Why if, if we're just friends, no strings attached, or, or you know, if we're friends with benefits, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm doing me and you're doing you. What does it matter? My comings and goings, as long as that when I agree with you to be X, Y, and Z. If I'm holding my end of the bargain to accommodate that, all else is irrelevant. So why would you disagree? I don't know if it was you. Why why did you disagree when I said my time, like our time together no, is our time together when we're but not? I just to kind we're of, not. You know, but play that's advocate. I wasn't disagreeing because I also agreed to that as well. But oftentimes, it's not many of us that's built. Like I know, um, Jeff. Jessica right. is wired how I'm wired, but we are few and far in between. It, it's not many of us that operate like this. No, see, the difference is, is the transparency of what it is. I'm straight out the gate. It is what it is. I'm going to mm-hmm. let you know the way I roll. Now, I think a lot of women, like you said, once you start having sex, it changes. I think a lot of women think that they can change situations due to sexual acts or anything like that so once that happens they think that oh no now this means something or they have motives to where you know oh yeah I'll take the offer of no strings attached friends with benefits but the end goal for them is I want a relationship I want you to marry me and then that's why things get crossed because from the beginning you're looking like no this is what it was this is what you agreed to and this is how it's been going but yet and still the undertone is she got an attitude because you ain't sent her the good morning text that day when you normally do. It, it, it's crazy to me. And right. that's when I think women need to right. be transparent from the gate because let me tell you, whether or not you send a text to me or not, my one monkey don't stop the show. What do we I call still this will go on. What do we call this rubber naked chicken head? What do we call her? Brian, I didn't understand what you said. I couldn't I hear you. What we call this rubber naked chicken head that uh, goes into a relationship knowing that it's no strings attached, knowing 
that uh, there's not a chance that it could go into anything, um, yet demands to be treated like the queen. What, what, where do they do that at? And why? And <laughs> I just had, I just had those. Well, I can answer the, the, the first, and I'll have to think about the latter. But the first part is, uh, how how does this chicken head come about? How does she surface? I think it's uh, uh, part of it is once you get to a certain stage in life, if if you aren't married or if you aren't in a serious relationship or you've been out of one for a long time and you just real, aren't real optimistic because you've been dating and you just don't feel like no one's comparable to you or maybe not marriage material or maybe, mm-hmm. you know, you just decide, hey, I don't want to be married. I don't want children. And, you know, I feel like once you get to that stage in life, um, you can make a conscious decision to do so. I, I, I see you. Um, absolutely. I think that women just, uh, like you said, they get to the point where men are either interchangeable uh, or, or, or something that's not uh, interdependent with their goals. Uh, we're so far removed. Yeah, or like me, I think a lot of it has to do with, too, is I'm tired of being in long-term mm-hmm. relationships and coming out with nothing besides Ooh. emotional distress Trauma. and feeling like I just gave you the best years of my life. But- I, I, I don't know, though. But what about the man mm. who wants to be in a serious, long-term relationship, truly honoring the woman like a wife, uh, putting God in the middle and trying to... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I definitely... I, I don't have to reform, but I think that maybe we could uh, <laughs> we could restart uh, with, with, with better direction, right? Or is that is that like a fantasy? Is that only Tyler Perry movies? And that's why I think it's real life. <laughs> I will speak from my my experience with my wife. Um I I I pressed her for marriage. I had a elderly uh elder she was a preacher, wasn't she? She was a preacher. She told me, boy, I can see you all in love. I used to transport people back and forth to the hospital. And she she put the bite on me for months. And even the first time me and my wife went to have sex. Like I gave her so I gave her uh-huh. what ten minutes of <laughs> half ass because I was still in my mode of knowing if I do this all the way, man, it's going it's going to change something. She got up and said, "Boy, what are you doing?" And I put my on and went to work. Wow. And, and from that point on, you know, what I'm saying? we 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 were great, but I still. Pursued the hell out of her because I know she she. While I'm on this thing right now, woman, we uh, I love uh-huh. her. She's my best friend. Yeah. Like she, you can hear I tell you, that's my best friend. I lucked up, like brother. You got a boy. I I'm feeling for you, my man. I'm feeling for you in 2020 in the position that you're in, and I don't even know it all the way. But as a single man, it's a hard road that you're going to go up against until you find your queen, my brother. But I tried to half-ass, and we were friends. We wasn't rushing nothing. And once that happened, like, it, it was it was, it was, was go time. It was go time. So I definitely pursued the hell out of her. Told her we blocking our... The preacher told me we blocking our blessings. What are we doing? And, yeah. <laughs> I, but I was, woo! I'm rough. Yeah. It's so hey, guys, how are you? I'm Stephanie. It's my wife. Guys, I, I just want to say that, 
you know, uh, prior to meeting um, Paul, I've been through a lot, you know, in the dating scene, being in relationships and just, you know, basically not putting myself first and knowing my worth. But this man has really, you know, he's really helped me to realize, um, to realize my worth. And most importantly, he has kept his word from day one. He's been so consistent. You know, he told me, I want you to be my woman. I don't want you to be my girlfriend. He said, the man you see here today is going to be the man that you're going to see the rest of your life. I won't waver. And he hasn't. So he, he has been like, he has just been like a saving grace to me, actually, because he hasn't wavered. He has been the man since the man he said he was since day one. And I think that's what's lacking in a lot of relationships. Men, they say one thing and they do another for whatever reason. And as women, we desperately need that stability. Whether you're a friend or whatever. Right. And I think that the stability that he brought to this relation, our relationship, it definitely helped me to, Mm -hmm. to put my guard down and really, really fall in love with our reservation. And, you know, I think that's important for us as women to, Hold men to their Absolutely. word. Mm-hmm. Put your foot on it. I, I, I definitely neck, am uh, growing in that direction. I'm glad that uh, he's out there for men uh, to be out there for me to have examples to get there. Because I know how much fulfillment that really yeah. leads to. And I'm just thankful for your love because it keeps keeps me inspired. Man, you got it, bro. You um, it's out there for you, man. And it's no, there's no need to look down on yourself or anybody look down on you for trying whoever you want to try. Because remember, right. there's no boyfriend girlfriend box on your application. So don't feel any kind of way about trying whatever you want to try, my brother. Like I was terrible. I have zero tolerance tattooed on my hands. So you know what my wife is dealing with. <laughs> God. <laughs> Don't say that out loud. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. So, you know, um, but it's doable, bro. It's doable. It's doable. It's so doable. And to these to these single, single dating mindset ladies, I wish and I pray that you all find a dude. Cause see, I was the one that'll come through and break all <laughs> your spirits. Not in a bad way. How y'all talk about y'all single and this, that, and the third. Oh, I'm gonna change all that. Just because you think you okay with it. I mean, that's You're true. not okay and with I, it. I can see your point of view on that. But also what I've run into a lot, Mr. Brooks, is, you know, a man always running his mouth about, you know, how he wants you to be, but doesn't talk about mm. or show any actions about how you want him to be. It's like, what are you... You you got a list, see, but that, that's, my, that, can I, I going to give you my list? Like, I'm not here. To... Go ahead. Let me pause you real quick. Just You just said it in a nutshell. The man is telling you how he would want you to be. It's up to you as a woman to say, all right, bro. Well, since that's what you request of me, this is what I request of you. You have to say it. Like, we're not going to just sit back and, and, and know. I don't know half or nothing. I got to ask my wife, it, it, like, did I do that okay? Like, am I, did I did I say that the wrong way? Because I'm vicious. I'm vicious, but I got to make sure I say things the right way because this is my woman. But if you don't say that up front, there's no, there's no rest for the worry in that relationship right there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
it's 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 in ends of a spectrum. Uh, we got Brooks on one end and marital bliss, and then we've got you know the, the <laughs> middle of the ground where I think a lot of us exist. Uh, and then I think that there is those uh, ends where it can either be abuse, unhappiness, uh, misuse, brokenness, all those uh, pitfalls of relationships. And no matter what stage or part of the spectrum we're on, uh, I I truly want to just be thankful that at least I can see it all, right? I'm not not dwelling and I'm not, you know, feeling as if I'm stuck in any one phase. I mean, I know I want to get to... I want to get to that bright side. I want to win. Okay. Stop looking for it. Please, for me, stop looking for it. The one that God has for you, see, I was married before. My father died, so my vision was cloudy, and I was on a different emotional thing. So I married a woman because she could match my 300000 a year. Like, we had so much fun. Um a year into marriage, I left her and took the child. So, like, she pushed the kid on me the whole nine yards. I didn't want any children. She had a daughter. I was cool with that. But all of a sudden, she got off her pill and told me, boy, we married. So what difference do it make? Oh, yeah? Well, I got something for you. I'm going to leave and take the kid. But yeah. on the flip I'm side of that, stop looking. Because he's God, man or woman. Is going to drop her in your lap, and it's going to be up to you. But it ain't going to drop. I, I didn't get Stephanie until I was ready. I had cut myself off from women like I was bad. I had like an eight, and don't 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 bash me. Mm-hmm. I had like an eight woman rotation, and my wife sitting right here. Like I, I like I was Mister Single Dating. Man, they would one would go out the driveway, one would come in, and we not most of the time we ain't even having sex. But I cut myself off. I was like, man, I'm sick of y'all. To be truthful, those are my words. I'm sick of y'all, man. Like, I don't, I don't even want to play the game no more. And like three months into that, here she come on the internet of all places that I don't even go to ever, ever look for a woman online. I found her at. Can I ask a question to the ladies on the line? Hi, guys. Hi, guys. How are you all today? Again. Oh, I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, can I, may I ask, where are you all in terms of dating and relationships? They're single warriors. <laughs> I'm, I'm happily divorced of six years, and I'm, I'm been there, done that, and I, I really feel like I, I do believe that marriage is a beautiful um, union when you have the right person. Um, if, if. Um, God mm-hmm. sends me, you know, um, I, I don't even want to say soulmate because so many people say, oh, I'm looking for my soulmate. And I kind of just don't believe that that's what it is. Right. And I think a lot of people go into it thinking that they have soulmates. And then when they get disappointed because people are just human, you know, but I do feel as though if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. I'm OK. Either way. I'm content. Right. My sentiments. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like what would if if I found someone that I truly fell in love with and I felt like, you know, we could do this thing called life together and I can count and depend on you to be my life partner, I absolutely would. Now, if I don't come across that or if, God, if that's not God's plan for my life, 
I'm totally fine with that too. Mm-hmm. I'll just spend my life traveling like I've been doing. Yes. But you all, that's that's really good. But you're open. That's really good, and that's important because I have friends that are like they're they've been hurt so much that they're not necessarily open. And I'm this age, and I'm stuck in my ways, and this and that. But you have to be open to love. So that's really refreshing to hear that you guys are open. And on the flip side of that, if it yeah. if it doesn't happen, you're still good. That's really good. My brother gonna be married in in a year and a half. Watch. Really? Watch him. You heard what I said, didn't you? Uh huh. He's gonna be married in a year and a half. He's gonna wonder, damn, Mr. Books, how did you know that? Because I said so. Can I ask um Jeez. to the men? My last question. I'm sorry. It's only one man on there. Okay. To Paul and Brian. Do you is there such a thing as men being intimidated uh by women, like successful women or women that have their careers and stuff? Is that true? Because That's I hear women, question. we said it a lot. There I want to hear the male perspective on that. that. Uh, I know that I'm driven to meet a woman Mm -hmm. that can make more money than me and still love me for me. So, uh, you know, that's that's my best answer. I know Mm -hmm. that I've been in relationships with doctors, lawyers, and and everything uh, else. So I know that there are women that are successful and are very human and deserve love. Um, so, yeah. I'm not even going to speak on this one because I got a real, like, we, we, like, right. I, I, you could be Michelle Obama mm-hmm. and what you make means that's nothing to me. Like, I, you know, the way the money flows does not affect me. How you act in your actions yeah. are what motivate me. I can understand like, that I don't from care a male perspective, it. you saying the money doesn't don't. affect you because, you know, in most homes or even in what we've been taught, you know, that is the head of the household. So from a man's perspective, I can see, you know, you excuse my language, but any guy could be Captain Save-A-Ho or, you know, not want a woman for her money. But from a female perspective, like, yeah, it doesn't matter if I make more money than you or not or even what the gap is but it's like what did you do in your life and why is this the career you've chosen you know are you in it for the good of the people do you want to help kids like you know teachers are my favorite people in the whole world like I can appreciate a teacher I could be a doctor and date a teacher I'm I'm an educator and coach I'm an education thank you yeah, like 90% of my welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my cousins are principals. Like, it's just friends of my family. So I definitely appreciate an educator. Education is absolutely where it's at. Um, but yeah, I just had to chime in on you. Uh, shout out, educators. Y'all are getting jumped by two, two show hosts. It's not fair to y'all. Y'all getting hit by two hosts. I'm on um, a show right you know, now. Like, y'all are uh, getting hit. Have you ever seen one of your friends in a relationship and you see that they're just being mistreated? Male or female? Um, just somebody that's doing their part or even failing in a relationship because we all make mistakes, but they're uh, in the situation and the partner just isn't giving them their due.
Mm. What did you say? Did, I hear the you. Are, are you been in a situation where, like, you're doing your part, and the partner is not handling any of it? Uh, like, oh, most definitely, I've been in that situation, and it's it's very hurtful for me. I can't speak for other women. I feel like, to me, that's a slap in the face. I get greatly offended by that because I feel like if I'm giving 110%, you should be too. And if you mm. can't give 110%, you need to communicate why instead of just not doing it. That's where the problem, that causes a lot of unnecessary problems because, which takes me down the road, men could be, they could be much better communicators, but they don't. They hold stuff in. And they, there's the whole male pride thing, but I've definitely been in that situation. And it's offensive to me. It's very offensive to me because we women, relationships, we put a lot in and and we expect just as much. Okay, Perry. Very true. Very true. But I'm glad that we got to have that discussion. um, I definitely appreciate that um, because Balance is everything in a relationship, is it not? Like uh, reciprocation is what builds trust, and that foundation of uh, trust and love is what you pour out to the world to your kids, and, right? So I mean, all of us support. Right, right, right. That's why you we're gonna pray for you, brother, this evening, man. Cause like you, you yeah. I've yeah. noticed I've we've been IG connected for a while now. You know what I mean? I, I stay in your True. business, bro. Like I feel like I talked to you every day without talking to you. We're gonna say a prayer for you tonight, man, because it's not man, it's yeah. almost not even safe to be a single black man out here, bro. Like you could get hit with so many different angles of craziness from women, police, uh or your job. Um, you can be hit everywhere, man. So we're just gonna pray for your peace of mind, bro. And if that comes with a wife, uh, 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 extra super career more than the one you already have now, then that's what I hope God blesses you with, man. Because uh, I rock with you, guy. I do. I don't jump on nobody else's show, bro. Like that's not even my my thing. Bro, I, I rock with you, man. And, and we're gonna pray for the best for you. And that's good too. Yeah, no, well, see, I'm not wishing them no relationship. They are no. I was prior to you. I want, Thank I'm you. praying for whatever their heart's desire is. <laughs> I feel like you're welcome. No, no, if they, no. I feel like if they want um another a mate, they want a, a second husband or a first husband, that's their heart's desire, and that's what I'm gonna pray I'm being, for. I'm being selfish with it because I got friends out there that rock with how they listen to how they rock it. Okay, so I'm hoping one of my friends or one of my brother's friends that don't want to be in a relationship can actually match up to these powerful mm-hmm. women that are okay mm-hmm. with us just being us. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. So that, that's <laughs> why I'm at. Not wishing them bad, but I understand. Man, it's men out here that if they don't want to be in a marriage, and that's hard to find too. Just like these women are hard to find. Uh-huh. Like these women, I can hear. You know, I'll break them down. But these women are absolutely okay if they. Like, bye, bye, boy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Bye, boy. We right. good. Like, all right. And those, you know, it's men out there like that, too. But once those two meet, ooh-wee. That's true. Ooh-wee. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I want to check back in in six months and see what's going on. Well, Mr. Brooks, you can, you can know and with Mr. me Go. weekly because you can follow my podcast and my Instagram page, <laughs> Unusual Paradox. We're about to do that at the end of the show. I don't know well, quite done with the uh, conversation. Write this down. We was about to do. You know I'm sorry, I didn't hear any of that. It was muffled. That was me. Sound. Say your uh, stuff one more time, ma'am. Yeah. The wife is writing it down. <laughs> oh, wait, that's complicated. Gotta make her a project talking all that wild. Unusual. I like that name. Okay. Yes. yes. And what's the, at, that's the Instagram. podcast and yeah, your Instagram name? My podcast. And I just started my podcast. Actually, Brian was my first guest. We talked today. I'm sure he did well. What's your just topic? Just a refreshing conversation. Now we wanted to talk about. Um, I think it was motivation part one. Uh, mm-hmm. We just talked about you know his perspective of the George Floyd situation from a black man. Um, we talked about uh, demographics as far as living where you want to live, Midwest versus out east, and the cost of living and raising a family so my podcast doesn't focus on any one thing specifically miss stephanie um we could talk anywhere from politics culture today's events music sports i mean i'm well versed we can go into astrophysics it doesn't matter finances so just it just depends on who i have on and what we want to talk about (laughs) absolutely that's great Okay, I love it. You got a freedom fighter. Oh, awesome. I would look, I love to give a good discussion now. Miss Miss yes. Jessica. No, it who who uh, Jessica is uh, unusual paradox. Yes. Okay. Well, so Miss Tiffany, for, what's your uh, IG and or any any of your stuff? Me? So I guess once he gets to it, then we can, you know shot some stuff out but as of right we now we can have this within the hour um, oh okay I've only been waiting so, for weeks but okay I will get this done <laughs> become a part of it. Yeah. Next. independent are now, we now when it comes down oh, so I am even though I am a true 80s baby I'm like I a true 80s baby if you need me you better call me don't send a text um, I am still learning to get accustomed to, you know, um, mm. the social media piece. Now, when it comes to business and networking, absolutely. But I'm still learning to kind of work on the, um, yeah, so, yeah, so I'm not one that, you know, before That's I me. eat at a restaurant, I got to take us. a picture and post That's it. I, I, I really could care less about things <laughs> like that. I had oh a segment uh, before we closed out where I wanted to talk about social media and relationships. I had okay. an example well, of a... Uh, didn't we already talk on that? Uh, okay. mm. I, I think yeah, don't talk about it right now because, Brian, I would like to don't talk about that right how now, you please. feel about it like with your social media and you dating. <laughs> I'm just saying. We, we've done Let's that show. Put it on the calendar. Yeah, yeah I'm about to say that's an excellent topic, you guys. We did it as a show. We did it as a show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about in this segment since we were talking about relationships. Oh, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. well, um, here's the thing. I think that we live in a climate now that before you put anything on social media, you want to think twice. And this is just the HR side of me coming out. Not mm-hmm. only in you know business side, but also in the social life. Um, yes. So for me. 
if you are, say, a serial dater, and I'm using my air quotation marks, um, mm. I wouldn't necessarily so much post so much. See, for exactly. me, you would never know, even though I'm very transparent. And if you ask me, I would give you straight up, but you won't be able to search my page and find out anything that matters to me. I don't post about my children. I don't post right. about it. It's, it's just for social media. I don't live my life through it. So right. you would never be able to know what's going on with me. Um, um, and that's just a tactic of, I think, learning how to maneuver through life where you are trying to, you know, the crab in a barrel, you, you have to break down the ways. A lot of times everybody says, oh, well, I got haters. I got haters. Well, half of them, you subscribe to the nonsense because you post and tell everybody everything mm -hmm. and everything that's blossoming or everything that is birthed in me or God places in my book. Mm -hmm. I don't need to spread to the world about what's going on and manifesting in me because oftentimes, you know, spiritually, there's people, everybody at your party is not celebrating you. Right. So that's right. the reality of what it is. So me personally, I'm not a fan of it, but, yeah. you know, for the sake of networking and things like that, I think it's a great tool. That's the only reason why I got on it. I'm 45. <laughs> About to be 45 this summer, right? Yeah. yeah. And the only reason why I got, I didn't have anything up till last year. And when I created the show, that's the only reason why I got on it. And I hate it. But I know it's something that I have to do to make my show what it needs to be. But I absolutely hate mm -hmm. social media, man. Like, it, it, it's just a, a distraction. And it gets you worrying about other people's lives more than your own. And I just don't, I don't like. But speaking of social media, Y'all can follow me at Mr. Books underscore Spades Table. Yes. Spades Table? Spades Table with a Z. Yes, yes, Spades Table. And we're on YouTube. It's a show, decent show. Have you checked it out, Mr. Go, yet? Have you checked out some of the episodes? Oh, man, YouTube. On YouTube, it's Spades Table. S-P-A-D-E-Z. Everything is Spades Table. Uh... Please uh, check them out. Like, subscribe, <laughs> comment if you <laughs> like it. Even if you don't like it, say, boy, stop. But, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure you all will. I'm and hoping you all will like it. But please take some time out Absolutely. in your day to go to I, I, I YouTube like to and hit the spades table up. Because I often, um, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube. And, um, you know, I will support anyone that is um, doing anything positive. I'm with it. Oh, that's nice. Roger that. We thank you. Mr. Gold, I thank you for allowing me access to your platform, brother. You did not have to, and you did. That's that. That's big to me, a man of a word. And you held me accountable. You had me running around the house jittering, downloading and, and re-downloading, and oh my God, do I need my laptop with the camera? I just told them I'm new to this. How do I do this? I appreciate you very much. Yeah, man. You gonna be on another episode, right? You you gonna record with me? Man, we together now, brother. We together now. And I, whenever you need me, man, I'm there for you, ladies. You all as well. My wife, uh, she would love to be a part Whoa. of the other podcast, your podcast. Uh, any anytime you need us, I just like just send us a shot, man, to, and we're there. Uh, Spades table. I was able to yeah. find uh, uh, some episodes to review. Um, I appreciate everybody being on the show this week. Um, I appreciate everybody taking their time you, out. Sir. 
Um, let's get back together again, y'all. This is a good panel. Let's do it, yeah. Um, this is a good panel. Um, obviously, um, if you want to follow me, um, I'm Chubby Idris Elba, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that. Um, until the next episode, peace. All right, peace and love. Y'all keep keep up the good work. Roger that, brother. Y'all be safe.